You're listening to 50 Plus a Tip, the show for strippers, ethical sluts, and other open-minded hoes. Hey guys, it's Danny, and I'm joined today again by... Byra, joined by? Joined with? Joined by... I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches here. I'm with I'm with Riley again. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Welcome, Miak. Uh, so I just had my lap dance uh, workshop this what day is it? Monday. And it was phenomenal. The turnout was amazing. The women that came were super awesome, such great energy. It was just really fun to see women embracing their sexuality and trying something and getting out of their comfort zone. And we had some amazing sponsors for that uh, workshop, and I just want to shout out them right now. So Aaliyah Dunnell, her Instagram's at Aaliyah Dunnell, A-L-I-A-D-U-N-N-I-L-L, and she's a holistic nutritionist and a personal trainer, and she's awesome, and she did some sponsoring and offered some prizes for the women. And then I had my girlfriend, Brittany, and her Instagram is at Ann. And she's a body acceptance court coach, and she offered some prizes for the women as well. And then we had Aesthetics by Christine, and she does mobile facials. So she comes to your house and offers facial services and skincare in that. Um, and she offered uh, some free facials for the ladies as well. Also, we had True Lifestyle Brand, which is an amazing skincare brand. It's put on by a lady out in Langley. And uh, she has just a great aura about her, and her products are amazing. And then we had Miss Envy Botanicals, and she does THC infused products. And I took home myself the THC lube and massage oil, and one, they smell amazing, and they're just dope products. So those were the five sponsors we had, and, and I encourage you all to look into them. They have awesome products and services. And I'm planning to do another workshop in the near future. So for sure, DM me, email me, message me. Um, If you're interested in that, I'm going to potentially have it as like a reoccurring thing because there seems to be a real desire for it. And I'm excited for that. Um, But yeah, you did not make it to the workshop, but I forgive you. I didn't. I was so waiting for that. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like she's sitting here like, she's going to mention it. No, I am... Mondays is a, is a big day for me for uni. That's the only excuse I have. It really is the only excuse, but it's the only excuse I would have forgiven, so that's fine. Um, educate your brain, but um, I forgive you. You'll be at all the next ones. Absolutely, I will. Absolutely, I will. Once it, once my exams are over, you won't be able to get rid of me. Oh Jesus! <laughs> be careful what you wish for. Um, yeah. So this. Pat, when we were, me and Riley, we sit at Starbucks often when she has studying to do and I'm editing the podcast and I had a listener DM me being like, Hey, I, th- I think I saw you at Starbucks. So famous. <laughs> I, I joked to John. I was like, babe, the public has recognized me, <laughs> but Hey, I'm going to take it as a compliment because it means I look like my photos and I hear that's not a common thing in this day and age. So I will take that as a compliment that people recognize me yeah, off Instagram. But yeah, she was like, I wasn't sure if I should um, say hi to you. And I was like, for sure. Like, I only bite if you pay extra. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> for sure, come say hi to me. Uh, so if anyone's listening and you see me oot in a boot, uh, come, come, don't grab me, but <laughs> come say hi. I won't. Uh, I'm, I'm friendly for the most part. Yeah. Do say hi. Do tip. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> just throw money at me and walk away. <laughs> oh, what a dream. <laughs> that works. That works too. So my girlfriend posted online that she was selling a um, necklace. Right? And it was a, clearly a fake gold necklace. She put it in the description, gold. She was selling it for $80. Clearly, an $80 necklace is fake gold. Yeah. And she had this, I don't even want to say a man. It was like a man-child. Message her <laughs> and slide into her DMs or whatever. And just go off. Be like, you dumb cunt. Like, um, self-made my ass. You're trying to sell fake gold. Like, you piece of shit. Like, literally, it's like totally bullying her in like this most misogynistic way. And then like just harassing her. And what stupid individual he is has his uh, employer on his Facebook. Yeah. So listen, there you go, babe. Reach out yes. to his fucking employer. That Because that, that's who's representing them, and they should know that this person is attached to their name, and that's how they're speaking to people on the internet. So she reached out to them. She sent them screenshots of what he sent her, and they sent back saying, you know, we're disgusted. We're apologizing. Um, he's been terminated. Oh my, yes. Yes, and that's exactly what I think needs to be happening. Yes, people need to be held accountable, whether it be a big company or an individual person. It's not okay for you to hide behind a screen and and do that to someone. And so that was the Great Canadian Oil Change out in Kelowna. Shout out to them for taking it seriously and, and acting on it. Yeah. Another company, which I would give total props to, is CN. Um, I know we've spoken about this before. And me and you, and on the podcast as well, this I want to call it, uh, this guy who legally changed his orientation to female to scam stuff, yeah. right? Um, Which so, is just so oh, that makes me so angry. Oh, it makes my every time I think yeah. about it, you little fucking shit. <laughs> it, especially knowing people who are actually trans or transitioning, yes. and the struggles that they go through, and yes. sometimes the huge difficulty that they have to go through to legally change their gender at yes. all and be recognized and then you have um like Exploiting assholes it. like this yeah. being like trying to scam yes when they clearly like they you come with a certain amount of privilege yes stop like blocking other people yeah. from and having just the same rights yeah yeah it's disgusting so some other beautiful things he said this last week was he said it was better and this is me quoting someone who quoted him because i obviously wasn't there he said it was better when being gay was known and recognized as a mental illness. Isn't that fucking yeah. insane? Like, I literally wanted to be like, can I test your IQ? Like, you must be yeah. like, you must have some kind of like something wrong in your head to actually like, one, think that goofy ass shit and then to say it out loud. Yeah. Do you <laughs> actually think, Verbalize it. Yeah. Do you actually think your someone's sexual orientation is like a mental illness if they don't like the opposite sex? Yeah. Like you're fucked in the head. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, I literally, I, I, when I, I first heard this, I literally couldn't say anything. I was like, Are you, uh, <sighs> what? Like, this is actually verbalized. Yeah. Um, he also said that women shouldn't be allowed out of the kitchen. I mean, famously, though. I couldn't even coin that one. He also um, apparently filed a uh, WCB injury claim before he even started the job. Apparently, he, like, hurt his wrist while they were in school. Oh, wow. During the training. Wow. Like, there's not much of a scam artist this fucking guy is. Yeah. Um, he also... Uh, what else did I hear he did? Because I get to hear all these beautiful stories. Uh, he... Oh, he said... Uh, he spoke... He said the N-word to a certain... A uh, couple people. Yeah. Wow. Um, which I... That actually blows my mind that people ever call someone the N-word. It's that and then... 
not like fuck, but the F word that is used as like derogative towards uh, homosexuals. I cannot stand. Okay, well, yes, perfect. Because the next one, yeah, great. Yeah. That. Oh, into, yeah, yeah, into yeah, no, he, right. he, he hit the whole spectrum of goofy ass shit to say. So this is what really uh, nail in the coffin, right? So when you're training in CN, you live in a hotel and you have your lunches yeah. and food paid for. So keep in mind, this is free food. They went down for breakfast, and this oh, man child got only three pieces of bacon instead of his five. <laughs> and he apparently lost it on this, like, older gentleman who was the server and then wanted to, like, I don't know if he did or he, I think he did, call up, like, who's ever in charge of hiring them to, like, put a complaint in that he only got three pieces of bacon. Oh. And then one of the guys was like, yo, that's the most, like, Karen thing I've seen someone do. <laughs> Would you props to this dude? That's because me. call it as it is. Yeah, it was very funny. Yeah. Um, and then the guy said, "Yeah, well, that guy's an effing." Yeah. You know. Uh, Ugh, F, I hate that word. F word. I, I know. Yeah. I've never in my life. I don't think I ever said it. Uh, it's an F word for a slur of a gay person. Yeah. You know. And that's what he called him. And uh, everyone was like, Ugh, "What?" Like, yeah. It, it, from, I wasn't there, so I wasn't an eyewitness, but from what I'm hearing from the people that were there, everyone was kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah. When he said that. So, um, one of the gentlemen that I know that was in that group went to the um, head of that uh, the school and that and said, you know, um, I'm at my wit's end with the things this, this person has been doing and the things that we've been subject to hearing from him and it comes out of his mouth and the way he's treating other people. And um, I really think you should know that this is the person you're hiring to represent your company because they're in training still at this point. And he said, you know, write down the statement, like write down your statement and see if there's people in your class who will validate it and and sign it and agree with it. And apparently, like as soon as he wrote that down, like pretty much everyone in the class was like, I'll sign it. Like, yeah, yeah. no patience for it. Yeah. So he was uh, terminated immediately. Yeah. That dude was just like up to absolute fucks. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but up to fucks. <laughs> he's fucked in the head. Yeah, like, like, what the fuck is he up to? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up he, to fucks. yeah. You've never heard that. Up to fucks now. Yeah, that's a goodie. Yeah, I'm gonna steal it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a fucking goof. Anyways, he's gone now. Thank God. But props to CN for um, not tolerating that because yeah, um, yeah I uh, I have no patience for it. Yeah, and so you were saying so this all happened. I guess a week before they finished their training. No, the last day of their training. Last day of their training. And if he, if they had gone further, he would have been protected by the union. I would imagine so. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So props yeah. to the timing of it so to be like quick. Yeah. Um, and not letting it go any further. And I just um, props to the individual that came forward and said something because you know for a fact, especially proven by the amount of people that stood behind it afterwards, that. You might have to be that one person who stands out first and does something yeah. for the good of other people and does the right thing. But most of the time, there's other silent supporters that just don't have quite that courage to come forward with it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it only takes one to be like, hey, this isn't right. Absolutely. Um, it starts a domino effect. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And, and it opens out it opens that um, gate for other people to say, you know, I, I also, I'm not okay with this. And I was called an N-word or I heard him call someone an N-word. And I'm, I'm comfortable with the um, the racist slurs. I'm uncomfortable with the gay, um, the gay remarks he makes. Yeah. Um, no, that's really, that's really awesome to hear that big companies that are um, very... I want to say bro-based. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, are, like, not tolerating that anymore. Yeah, 100%. Um, so props to CN for um, 
getting rid of that groove. <sighs> so. <laughs> That's all my tangents. Woo! <laughs> Got a little white lift on my shoulder. Hi, how you doing? <laughs> um, work for me this past week. So, a guy came in his pants, like, instantaneously. <laughs> Instantaneously. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I was doing okay. a party. This happened yeah. a lot to me though. Does it happen to you a lot? <laughs> not that I've noticed. Maybe oh. I'm not very good at my job. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, awkward neck pull. No, it happens to me a lot. Maybe I'm too good at my job. <laughs> I charge more. But uh, no, so he wanted to dance. His friend got him a dance. And I had my, and it always happens when I have my back to them, which maybe I should be slightly offended that they don't come when they're facing me. It's dead ass though. Dead ass though. But, um, why am I paying for lips so much? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, my back to him and I was grinding backwards and I just heard him say something. And I'm sorry, sorry. And I, because you never know if you're if they need to adjust or you're, you know, you're grinding and it hurts, hurting their day. You don't know yeah. what they say behind you. So you're like, wait, what? Sorry. And he's like, and he's like mumbling to himself. I'm like, I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> he's like, okay. I was like, I'm Ewan. He's like, I came. I'm like, you can't. <laughs> I'm like, get oh. up. Yeah, and he came in his pants. Like big wet wow. spot all over his pants. Oh, that's usually how it is. Like usually you can see the cum, and it's like, oh, you got to go walk in public and have people see mm. that. Okay, yeah. So how this has never happened to me at the club. Maybe it's because. It's at a club, so people are just... No, mine's happening at clubs. Really? Yeah, sorry. That's fine. That's fine. That's Like, how do you Yeah, if you came to take my workshop, maybe you'd have to make guys come in their pants. You would come to my workshop. Just kidding. Just so insulting. I don't even know how I would deal with that situation. Honestly, I just... I look at it as a compliment to me. Yeah. And I really try not to make them uncomfortable. Do you charge more? No. I should. You should. I, I make jokes sometimes. Yeah. But I also, like, I try to be sensitive that, like, they might be really embarrassed of it. Yeah. Um, and usually they are. Um, and, like, I think it's also not even just embarrassing for the situation me and they, them are in, but they ought to now walk to their friends, <laughs> you know? And everyone's like, oh, you blew your load in the fucking <laughs> lap dance. Like, and I, both times recently this has happened to me, yeah. I haven't even taken off a part of my clothing yet. Just, you're just sexy, babe. Yeah. I just got, I just got the motion of the ocean, you know? <laughs> These hits yeah. though. So, I, I think I would probably make like a a little joke, being like, "Well, you got a little extra, so like, do I, I get should a get a little extra?" extra. Yeah. I take their pants off and totally misread it. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, "Oh no, no, no!" Well, um, no, it would just stick to them, so it'd be fine. <laughs> I try to weasel out of their wet pants. <laughs> gross. <laughs> we like that joke, didn't you? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I like. Uh, I was listening to the other episode that we did together, and my laugh is so aggressive, and I just started thinking about that as I started laughing. <laughs> Got so much worse. You're like control, control. Uh, that's okay. I have a I have a very annoying voice on <sighs> on radio myself. Uh, please cut that out. <laughs> no, I was, gonna, I was joking with John when I did the um, the city TV and the CBC uh, the recorded mm-hmm. like face recorded ones for for television a couple days ago and uh, I was like fuck babe what if I said something wrong or if I didn't catch it and someone's gonna make like a rap out of me you know, <laughs> you know like, like catch your kids get your wife or whatever yeah. like what if I didn't tell that next like person <laughs> he's like and I turned him I was like 100% it'd be you like <laughs> remixing I make that <laughs> remixing my stupid sounds for sure so yes I'll give John this material as well to use oh on you God, please please don't um, cut it out I don't need that yeah <laughs> I'm already so alone. <laughs> um, uh, how's work been for you? 
Work has been good. I have been working like one to two, maybe three days a week. If I'm That's alive. wild. What? Like it's wild. Like so much. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, I when I'm not in school, I work. My yeah, you do. Ass off. You do. Yeah. But um, unless people are listening to it about your taxes, then you only work once every two weeks. <laughs> the thing is, though, I'm always in school. So. Yeah. <laughs> good. <laughs> um. No, but uh, it, it was good. I've been, like, making some pretty decent money every time I've gone in. I've just been getting lucky with that with that one customer, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually went on my first uh, expenses paid shopping trip yesterday. That's so exciting. Which was such a wild experience. And it's happened to a bunch of the girls at the club. But um, With him? Me- no, 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 just with like other clients yeah I feel like your club that happens more often I feel like there are more potential sugar daddies in my club yeah definitely but uh it kind of just fell into my lap and it was so funny because the previous book club that we did we were just talking about once you stop looking for a sugar daddy it that's when it comes up yeah um and so that was kind of how it happened like I just met this dude at a, at a club and I thought I could make him a regular so we exchanged numbers and uh, I was just messaging him, and I asked if he wanted to come into the club, and he said that he didn't really like that um, the club takes a bunch of our money, and, uh, you know, can can he take me shopping, and so I get, you know, the full benefits. And I'm thinking, yeah, like, this is, like, sure you can, thinking that it's a 50-50 that it would actually happen. Mm-hmm. Which it usually is, yeah. yeah. And he confirmed with me the day before, he confirmed with me that day that we were going um, and then yeah, he took me. He took me shopping, and it was a. You got a pretty good fucking haul. I too. got a great little haul. Yeah, I'm not much of a shopper, so I, I tried to actually stick to things that I knew I would wear or actually kind of needed. So. You literally brought turtleneck sweaters. Yeah, which oh, was, <laughs> he's probably thinking not he's gonna go. No, he's probably thinking he's gonna go and like you're gonna be trying on heels for him. You're gonna like let him touch your feet. You're gonna put yeah. on like new bras and model it for him. And you're like, I really like this like <laughs> furry turtleneck sweater. Yeah, and in I, charcoal gray. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, and I got, uh, like, zip-up boots for my motorcycle. Yeah, I saw. I yeah. saw. I saw the whole. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we actually, we did go to uh, Victoria's Secrets, and I got a little a little set for work. You're like, I got a body spray? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From Winners. <laughs> oh, my God. We'll get nothing. That's hilarious. Um, but I was expecting for him to kind of be like, well, you know, are you going to try it on? But he was just kind of, he kind of said, oh, do, like, do you need to try it on or do you know my size? And I said, I know my size. So we just went to the counter together. Like, he didn't ask me to try it on. It was creepy, yeah. Yeah. And, um, How old is he? Oh, he must be, like, 30-something. So he's young. Yeah, he's young. Nice. Yeah. And um, he's not bad looking either. No, he's, he's pretty good looking dude. Yeah. Pretty good looking dude. I was mad. I was mad to be seen with him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then we we went to dinner and uh, this beautiful seafood restaurant called Coast. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was lovely. He was generally really fun to talk to and uh, really interesting and intelligent. And yeah, it was a really great experience. And I was kind of waiting for that. So did you want to suck my cock? <laughs> Are you going to get on this dick? Yeah. <laughs> Backflip um, on my dick. But he knew I had university early the next morning. And uh, so we left the restaurant and he walked me to a cab and he helped me inside. And he gave me a hug and a kiss on the cheek. And he told me to have a good week. And I was, I got like, cab, Are you sure? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And he messaged me the He day definitely, after. like, kills animals and, like, something wrong. I'm going to be a lamp. 
like, I'm going to take yeah, it to a skin yeah. lamp. Yeah, I was going to say, he's definitely going to, like, skin you. <laughs> um, but no, it was... He probably, like, when he hugged you, like, cut a piece of your hair. <laughs> Dad's, like, short on one side. Yeah. <laughs> it's not interesting, I am. He was too nice. It's suspicious. Yeah. I'll take a guy coming in his pants over that any time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was a it was a really uh, lovely experience actually. Nice, I'm happy for you. Thank you. But also fuck you. <laughs> um, well, well, well. Um, so we had some responses from listeners regarding last yes. episode. So we talked about me masturbating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with, the so use, you it, but, uh, <laughs> with the use of um, the uh, counter. Okay, yes. apparently that's a thing in Asian culture. Yeah, I had someone write in saying that's a very common way to masturbate in um, in Asian cultures. Wow. Yeah, which is funny because everyone like tells me I look like Japanese, like I look like an anime character. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm really just making it a thing. Yeah, like, I'm just the body. Yeah, so I encourage you all to get up on your counter. Yeah. <laughs> they use the counter or they masturbate on the counter? Okay, so... <clears throat> the way I was trying to explain it, and I didn't come across the way, was sitting on the counter and having, like, that pressure. Um, but I think the way she was saying it is that they, like, they push into, like, the corner of the counter. That just sounds quite, like, is this count, is it rounded? I would assume. I would assume right? so. I don't think you're, like, jamming your <laughs> vagina into this, like, beer. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would assume it's the same as, like, when people use their palm and put pressure on their clit. Right. I don't like a pubic mound. I assume that's the same feeling as yeah. what they're aiming for. But interesting enough, it's an Asian thing, apparently. Also, um, who else do we have here? Oh, my loyal listener. <laughs> he, um, he commented three different things. He said, I listened this morning at the gym, and I paid attention. And, number one, if I found your double-ended dildo on display in your bathroom, not only would I call you out, but I'd probably grab it and run around your apartment waving it like a 10-year-old. <laughs> this is why he's never welcome in my home. <laughs> number two, if you sleep naked but have PJs that you wear and take off before getting into bed like myself and your co-host, oh, yeah. it's referred to as loungewear because it sounds classier. <laughs> Okay, sorry, sorry. I, I have loungewear. <laughs> I'm far from sexy, but sleeping naked is preferred because I don't like having friction between me and my sheets. Fair. Number three, I have made a note in my phone that Riley is single for future reference. <laughs> and <laughs> as a far more my serious note, CL was never ordered to remove their sex work or personal... Oh, Craigslist. Um, was never ordered to remove their sex work or personal sections. They did it voluntarily um, for image reasons due to public pressure. It was back pages that was ordered to shut down because they were linked to human trafficking. Um, but they then have been replaced by various other sites, OnlyFans, Patreon, Leo's List, Premium Snapchat, which you have mentioned on your podcast. And selling feet pics and videos fall under the guise of pornography as opposed to actual sex work, apparently. Okay, interesting. Well, I, I definitely stand corrected on the Craigslist thing. Yeah, the more you know. Yeah, because my understanding from listening to podcasts in America, mm. um, it was that the... Not only, like, if you put a, um, an ad out for escorting or whatever you are doing, um, it was just the person who posted it that had uh, legal ramifications. Mm. And um, I guess my understanding was that it had been changed so that now the platform itself is, uh, is responsible. So mm. they shut down those. But mm. I, would, I would have to go back and have a look at that. Maybe I mm-hmm. maybe I misheard. Maybe I was misinformed. Mm, but yeah. good to know. Good to know. The more you know. Anyways, um, and then I I shared a 
uh, video on my Instagram of me post work, and I said, you know, I took post shower because um, I do an antibacterial shower. So someone messaged me saying, do you use any special cleanser or do you just take a regular shower and scrub really good? I just use my normal body wash after working, and I'm wondering if there's something specific I need. So for me, I use a natural tea tree body wash, and I because um, it's natural and it's antibiotic and it's antifungus. So I use that, and I like the smell of it. Yeah. So I use that over my whole body with with a loofah, and I also make sure that it's nice and warm in the shower, so it opens up your pores, so you're getting nice and clean. And then afterwards, I make sure I moisturize because the tea tree oil and the hot water are both uh, quite uh, drying. Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of my skin regimen after work. Um, to disinfect from the human contact and that. Yeah, I uh, I kind of do similar. I have I I sometimes get these like uh, it's almost like razor burn kind of looking like on my bum cheeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I use um, it all the time. Yeah, I've just had it ever since like since I was young, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I use like kind of a more of a harsh, uh, a proper antibacterial soap. Mm. Um, if I've yeah, if it's been like a really busy or like I feel like really grotty, but I also have like a natural tea tree uh, soap bar that actually someone that I was dating's dad made them and gave them to me. Cute, yeah. So okay. it's like all natural and stuff. And then I've actually started using um, Diva Cup wash mm-hmm. to like get like the outside of my vagina because oh. I don't want anything super harsh like down there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if the Diva Cup washes is safe enough to wash a cup that goes inside you, yeah. it's going to be fine for, like, I, I'm assuming it's going to be fine for, like, around the... Yes, your like, own body parts. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exterior. So I just get real, real clean. We're not right up in there. Um, next question. Outfit tips for smaller dancers. So I'm going to let you kind of take this one because you are smaller than I am, but... For me, because I have an hourglass shape, I'm 36, 26, 36, I use high-waisted one pieces because mm-hmm. I find if they hit right on my waist, that's extremely flattering for me. And I'm also a shorter individual. I'm 5'3", five, 5'10 five, in my stripper heels. So I uh, I find high-waisted um, elongate the leg as well, so it makes it look a little taller. That's what I do for my body type, but um, I believe she was saying more of a... Um, a more slender like your body type yeah i think that if you don't have a lot of uh boobs or butt you can definitely get away with a little bit more kind of extravagant uh fun outfits i guess because you have just like such a i guess blank canvas to have them on um so it can it can be fun like the outfits that you can wear as like a smaller person um you mean like more like loud, um, loud patterns and stuff, and like like different, um, like not garnishes, but like yeah. you know, like oh, like the crisscrosses and stuff can right. like really yeah. help to accentuate, and then you can move it up and like move kind of where it crisses to make your you know boobs look a little bit bigger, or right, right, stuff like that. You know, you have we have to do a little bit more if you have a smaller smaller body. Personally, I I stick to the bra and usually a high waisted underwear. Mm-hmm. Um, and what type of bras do you find more flattering? Like the halter, are halters good for smaller chest or? I just, this the standard, like a, uh, like you Stra- would know. Like straps, yeah. Straps, exactly. Yeah. I have one that goes off the shoulder, which I really like. I find that one looks good on you. Yeah. yeah. And I find that that draws more attention to like the wide, a uh, wideness of my chest. Yeah. As opposed to. So maybe like a tube top style would be good. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, I try not to wear, uh, too much push up to be honest mm. and like I know that guys don't care but I find that if I'm wearing you know one of those 
two cups, like plus two cups bras, as soon as I take it off, like their face drops too. But you know what I mean? Like they're like, exactly. It's false advertising. And I would rather feel really great when I take my bra off than like, Oh, I hope he's not like disappointed by the size of my boobs. No, for sure. Um, would be some things that, but yeah, I just have fun with it. Like if you're a really skinny girl, you can have a lot of fun with like crisscrosses and stuff or like, uh, do you know, sorry, what are they called? Wraparounds. Yes. I find wraparounds like really good. I mean, on any body type, but yeah. um, especially if you're a little smaller, it can give you a little bit more of a shape and a little bit more of the fake hourglass figure. Yeah. I think too, when you're more slender too, you don't have to stick with solid colors. You can do a lot more loud patterns Yeah. Um, and different stripes and things like that. Um, but when you're a little bit bigger, you tend to go with more of a solid color. Yeah. Um, Just never yeah. do a vertical stripe. I don't know who... Vertical, yeah, up and down, yeah, really, no, no bueno. I I wouldn't think so. Like it's for both bigger and smaller girls. I just don't think it's super flattering because if you um, if you're bigger in the chest and you wear a vertical um, top, it can like stretch around yeah. to kind of make you look even bigger. And then if it's just up and down, it makes you look uh, like completely yeah, flat, like right? a ruler. Because, yeah. yeah. Um, I just think that vertical stripes are a uh, abomination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you feel some way about that. I feel, I feel ways about it. <laughs> um, okay, any tips for bruised knees? Um, for me, I I got this message and I recommended Arnica. Um, it's what I do when I'm when I was practicing pole. I used to use Arnica, and then even for my face when I do lip fillers and stuff, I'll put Arnica on it. Mm-hmm. It's an um, it. Yeah, I swear by it. So that's my that's my tip. Yeah. Is this, I guess, for stage? Mostly? I think she's just uh, bruised knees from just working. Just in Yeah, general. crawling around, okay. dancing, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Annika is something that I lived by as a kid. Like, yeah. Um, and I know that you can also get Annika tablets. Mm. So you could maybe use that as a preventative. Oh, I didn't and know then that. And you're not yeah. smelling. Well, I mean, you can in New Zealand. I'm sure you could find them here. Mm. Um, but then you're not smelling like Annika if you want to put it on before work to try and prevent Hmm. Um, otherwise knee high socks can just give you that extra little bit of padding. Yeah. Um, and same with, uh, thigh high boots. Yeah. It just like my knees are just knobbly as shit. And so, uh, yeah, you want like just a little bit more padding if you also have really bony knees Mm. and even just thigh high socks and that just to hide the bruises while they're healing. Uh, okay. So today we are talking about fetishes. So. For me, right now, what I'm into, I've been watching, like, a lot more anime lately. Like, not anime porn, but just, like, anime, like, movies and TV shows. And, um, honestly, I'm, like, kind of in... (laughs) to the idea of furries. Yes! (laughs) But not, like, actual furries. It's more, it's called, uh, Nico. It's, like, the ones where they put, like, the ears on, they have the little tail, and they're very, like human looking and they just have like little accents of a uh, animal furries are really like full on have the entire like they're in the costume of an animal yeah uh, not for me i like the little ears and the little like tail butt plug i personally have like six seven tail butt plugs right now like yeah. different animals love that <laughs> different you. colors really my mood yes nasty <laughs> Yes. Um, just on that note, I just that just popped into my head. I saw a quote that uh, a couple of my friends who are also like very kinky little people uh, were sharing around on Instagram, and it said, uh, "No one's fetishes uh, are something to be ashamed of, mm. uh, except for if you're into humiliation, and then you should be very ashamed, you nasty little perv." <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. <laughs> 
I love that. I'm feeling us to that. I like one of the things I said at the workshop too is that's like, um, I I believe in you do not yuck someone's yum. Yes. Um, as long as it's between consenting adults, I don't give two fucks what your fetish is. I'm not going to like look at you some kind of way about it. Everyone has their thing. As long as it's consenting adults, I do not care. I completely so, agree. So, yeah. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah. 100%. Um, but yeah, when I was buying my more most recent purchase of butt plugs... Because <laughs> um, when you buy them online, you just never know what you're going to get. And oh. like one inch sounds like this, and it comes in, and you're like, that is not one inch. So... I, was I also had a, a bad butt plug story from the internet. Yeah, I think it was one, I think it's my pink bunny tail or my red bunny tail. One of my little bunny tails. Anyways, <laughs> and um, all the comments were like, this is too much of a beginner butt plug. Like, it's not big enough. Like, it's just like, it's way too small. Like, comment after comment after comment. And for me, like, for my butt plugs, like, I don't like big ones. I like little small ones, especially for my, like, animal play it's yeah. more just like the aesthetic of having a tail i don't need like the actual like um like it's not, of yeah it's not like yeah. for the anal play um so a small one's perfect and i ordered it and i like got it and i was like this looks big <laughs> but you know like <laughs> i be deceiving so i'm gonna try yeah dude i didn't even get it like the first like inch in and i pulled it out and my ass was bleeding <gasps> I legit almost started crying. It hurts so bad. I'm like, who is gaping asshole is doing this? Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's a monster. I'll show it to you later. Yeah, I've got to say it. Like, it was literally a metal, like, someone was, like, fisting my asshole with metal. Ouch. Ouch. Actually, I talked to the lady in the sex store, and she said, if if you haven't done a lot of, like, butt plug or uh, booty play, then always start with silicone. Yeah. Um... It has a little bit more gift, which mine also was metal, and it same thing. It was like, yeah, beginners, like great for beginners, and Not I was like, perfect. I'm a beginner. That's me. <laughs> um, and I've yeah, I've it's been like very painful. I think I've successfully used it like twice, um, and I've like put it in myself, and then I've also had a partner try and put it in, and I was like, you can. F- fuck right off of that like i have not even got it halfway in yeah <laughs> my other ones are fine this one's just very girthy yeah very girthy and it's way too much it's got a lot of girth and i've used a lot of lube and it's just not happening yeah don't really i'm like i'm, I'm like, like i literally like quiver when i look at it because i remember yeah. how bad it fucking hurt and i do anal like quite often so like i don't know what the fuck this devil fucking yeah. plug is but um but then I've also talked before, you know, I like cutting, um, mm-hmm. blood playing, um, bloodletting and stuff. I find sexy. There's something about blood I find very attractive. I have a weird obsession with vampires and dark shit. So cutting people turns me on. I don't like being cut. I like cutting people. Yeah. Um, would you say you're more of like a, a top than a bottom? So it, it really depends on my mood and it really mm-hmm. depends on what the act is. So if it's animal play, I love being like the little animal yeah. that I got cut. <laughs> and then if we're bloodletting, I like being on the cuts. And me and John have like discovered that um, <laughs> we don't know what to call this because it's not a really age play. Yeah. But um, I don't even know how we got into it. Like the other day... I don't know what made us do this, but he was like, do you want to take a bath? And I was like, okay. And he's like, do you want me to bathe you? And I was like, yeah. So then I just like got in the tub and he like slowly bathed my entire body. That's really nice. Yeah. And it felt very like, 
uh, gentle and romantic and like cared for. Yeah. And then we were talking while he's in town for the next little bit. We're going to like do like the whole thing where like he takes off my clothes. He runs me a bath, he bathes me, he washes my hair, he combs my hair, he dries my hair, he puts my clothes on for me. And just, like, to see, like, what, do an experiment, maybe we yeah. like this. Because we both, like, he even said he's, like, it really turned me on, like, taking care of taking you in that way. Me, yeah. yeah, and he's, like, this is, like, are we playing, like, you're a child? I'm, like, no, I don't think so. He's, like, okay, yeah, because, like, that's not what it is in my head. I'm, yeah. like, good. Like, it's yeah, not, it's, like, it's a caring, it's, it's a caring definitely, It's thing. definitely a caretaker role, and, yeah. like, that doesn't need to be an ageism thing. Yeah, for um, sure. But yeah, so we're exploring that and like, yeah, it just feels nice that's to have fun. your partner like totally like just yeah. care for you. Um, so yeah, that's fun. And then we're doing more animal play as well right now. That's yeah. what we're exploring. And then I've always, I always like incest stuff. That's always been, rape and incest is always, it's always up there for yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. What about you? What are your... What is, so I know I mentioned last time on the podcast uh, when I was looking for a dumb on Craigslist. Yes, 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 yes. Um... So I, I feel like as far as fetishes go, I'm like very standard with the whole like dom sub mm. kind of, uh, take on it really interests me for sure. Bondage and rope and being tied, pinned, whatever down. Right. Um, and I was, I was talking to this about, um, the boy that I'm seeing at the moment and I was just talking about like how my I th- feel like my fetishes came to be, mm. and because uh, it's super interesting to unpack them. Like, why yeah. do we like this? Like, when did we start liking this? Why do would we like this? What are we equating it to? Yeah, and before I really understood what sex was, so I was probably in. I mean, I was definitely in uh, primary or elementary school, right? And I would have like good dreams about being kidnapped. Interesting. And it was always like people kind of my own age, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I feel like if I had known what sex was back then, like that would have equated to like uh, consensual rape or like consensual mm-hmm. rape yeah. play. I used to have those dreams all yeah. the time. Yeah. And then I was, uh, I was thinking about it and you know, that scene in uh, Aladdin, the cartoon one where uh, Jafar has like taken over basically the, um, palace and taken Jasmine and she's just in this little red outfit um, and she's got these chains on her wrists and then Fun, she's sounds wildly inappropriate yeah, for yeah. movie actually <laughs> and then she gets put in the hourglass is what I remember honestly I feel like I like <sighs> like I have like early onset Alzheimer's yeah. to, just towards Disney movies because people yeah. talk about Disney movies I'm like I know I watched that as a kid but I don't remember fuck all I'll show, so I'll show no, you after yeah. but basically I was like thinking back and I was like yeah this is when my fetish like fetish started like I was this just was trigger, yeah. way more into the villains you know? yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. interesting uh, yeah no I love the idea of like a rape role playing and that um, it always turns me on yeah I've, I, I have dabbled in it all once or twice but mm. I feel like it, that's something that you really have to commit to the role. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You can't like half laugh through and stuff. Yeah. You really need to like, just like not be embarrassed to like dive into it. Definitely. Um, funny enough, I don't know if I told you this yet, me and one of our friends who's a dom, we might be tag teaming a couple shortly. Yes. yes. Love that. Yeah. Very excited for it. Um, mm-hmm. Except I have to be her bottom. I was like, wait, I wanted to dom them together, but apparently I'm getting dominated, which is fine. I'm a, I'm a switch. I can, yeah, I can do dom and sub. It doesn't matter to me. Um, yeah, no, uh, I'm 100 percent a brat. Like, 
I'm a sub with an attitude. <laughs> do this, like, do I don't want it. Yeah, okay. I'm like, make me. <laughs> Daddy. Uh, uh, no, yeah, for me, it's totally my mood. But it's my sexual preferences are all over the map, mm-hmm. depending on the day. Like, some days I'm so much more into women, some days more men, some days I'm much more aggressive, sometimes I like to be chased. You know, it's everywhere. Um, we did have some fetish questions from listeners, though. So, number one, how can I, a cis heterosexual male, tell my girl I'm curious about ass play and her doing me with a strap on, and does that make me gay? Does that make me It doesn't make you gay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start by there. answering yeah. that. Yes. Um, if you were maybe asking a dude to pig you, Maybe you're gay. <laughs> maybe you're curious. Maybe, maybe you're curious. Um, no, I do not think that butt, pl- uh, butt play, uh, no matter who you are, makes you gay. No. And because there are, like, erotic zones in your ass. <laughs> like, the G-spot, yeah. Yes. And it's there for men and women, and it's very pleasurable. And I just think, like, too, like, who... Why do we even need to equate something to a sexual preference? Yeah. If it feels good and you want your female partner to do it, who the fuck cares? Like, yeah. who cares? Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Uh, it feels good, you know? And um, and how do you... How do I tell my girl I'm curious about ass play? Just fucking tell her. To, to me, like, if you aren't comfortable with the person you're sharing your bed with, to say, hey, like, I'm, I'm interested in trying this. If it is... Con- with consensual adults, mm-hmm. you know, in that framework, you should feel comfortable coming to your partner saying, hey, I'm interested in trying this. Are you interested? Um, and if you're not, like, maybe, like, that shouldn't be someone you're sharing your body with. That's my opinion of it. Yes, except for the fact that because it's followed up by the, um, the it, does that make me gay question, it does make me think that this person isn't, it's not that they're uncomfortable uh, with talking to the partner about their like pleasures or desires, it makes me think that maybe they're not super comfortable in it in the idea of it themselves. Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah. Um, and that what what that means for them and their sexuality and how they see themselves. Right. Um, if you wanted to kind of ease your way into it, you could always start with just like not joking around with it because if it's something that you want, it should be a joke. But bring up the topics of like things that you. Um, would never try things that you would maybe try and things that you would like to try and kind of see uh, where she goes first or, you know, make kind of just make a bit of an easy game out of it, I think. If you just wanted to kind of test the waters and not, if you're uncomfortable with totally putting yourself out there, Mm. um, then just find like a way to maybe be like, okay, would you never maybe or definitely do this would yeah, you yeah yeah you know have it like a not like a super serious like intense exactly uh, i would also too just be like hey babe like i've i was reading articles about new things we could try and you know um a lot of guys talk about their girlfriends um exploring like ass play in the sense we're like a finger yeah um yeah, do you think that's small. do you think that's weird or like do you want to give that a try i could try it to you you can try it for me um because I remember my one of my ex-boyfriends, um, he was, like, kind of put off by it. I was like, let me just try putting a finger in your bum, like, when I blew you. And, like, see if you like it. And he had a great orgasm. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and I think 
yeah, doing exploring it that way, like baby steps, um, rather than coming on and be like, hey, I want you to fucking do a strap on. Someone could say that to me, I wouldn't blink an eye and be like, hey, do you want to use mine or you got one? But like, <laughs> you know, I understand that's not everyone's case. Yeah. So yeah, I I explore it with, hey, I. Been, I've been thinking about this. It sounds like something we could try. Are you interested? Yeah. Um, we start the finger. I'm just, I've heard this is a good feeling for men too, as well as women. Yeah. I, I love that this person is uh, is wanting to talk to their partner about it. Yes. That's awesome. I think that everyone should get out of their comfort zones and try um, a couple of kinky things that may or may not excite them as long as you're, you know, comfortable in doing so. Yeah. And I just think too, like you never know what's going to make you get an orgasm yeah. if you don't try it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would just easy. And then I do think too, if you go to your partner saying this is something I'm interested in and you're met with like judgment, um, then I wouldn't even worry about like the sex act. I'd be worried about like, are we even compatible? Because to me, like, this speaking for myself like I want to be in a partnership with someone where I can say whatever the fuck I'm thinking and it's met with some level of acceptance or understanding or desire to understand yeah you know no definitely and there's nothing wrong with if you know your partner comes to you with something and it's not for you yes of course yes um but you want that to be met with uh respect as yes, well for sure so, um personally I don't think something like that would interest me maybe because I like I really like that submissive role and I feel like it could change the dynamic between like me and a sexual partner. Right. Um, but in saying that I would never shame someone for, for doing it. And I would maybe try and come around to the idea of doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if you are met with kind of um, just like rudeness or ju- as you said, judgment, um, maybe reevaluate. Yeah. That, because that's, like, get yourself that, a boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Maybe try gay. <laughs> but maybe. No. Um, next question. Is anal really painful? I have never successfully done anal, and I want to so bad. Okay. Um, have you done, like, fingers and stuff? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And you've had butt plugs. You've had anal play. You just never had, like, penis in yeah. your ass. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for me... Um, when I have sex vaginally, most dicks, unless you have, like, an insanely big dick or a pathetically small dick, um, they all kind of feel the same. Unless there's a wild curve or something. Most sex yeah. for me vaginally feels pretty standard. Yeah. Uh, anal, I find dicks really feel different. Like, there are some dicks that are perfect for anal. They're much more slender. Um, those dicks are great for anal. And I feel like even if you were, like, a millimeter thicker than the ideal for anal. Like, I will feel that and it will hurt. Yeah. Like, it's very interesting. My asshole's very sensitive. And um, also, I depends on the day. Like, I've had partners where we used to have anal often, and some days it would be no problem. It would be super hot, and we'd DP and have great orgasm. Or there was sometimes where, like, he couldn't even put the tip in, and it was just not happening. I need to be extremely turned on. Um, naturally, like just using lube wouldn't help. I need to like naturally be getting wet as well. Mm -hmm. And then it's a lot more easy for them to proceed. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like maybe I get really nervous that it's going to hurt and Mm. then tense up without, uh, without realizing it. Yeah. I I heard there's like a way to do it where you like go in and you like wait for like 30 seconds and then you move a little bit more and you wait for 30 seconds and it helps your like, your like 
sphincter, like, relax. Yeah. Um, I know there's, like, articles online and stuff that tell you how to do it. Um, I also find, too, sex I can go for a while. Yeah. Um, if the guy's not coming or whatever, I'm not coming. But anal have, like, a limited time where it's like, okay, now it's starting to hurt. Yeah. Okay, I'm over it. Well, like, you, yeah, you lose all that, like, lube. Or, like, well, yeah, because your like, ass not, is not yeah. naturally lubricated, right? Yeah. Um, so it's not... It's not all, it can be really painful. It's not always really painful. Yeah. I've also heard that, as you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, uh, THC lube. Mm, yes. I heard that that can be really great for, yes. for ass play as well. Yes, yes. So I've heard mixed reviews on THC lube in the sense of male, female. Mm-hmm. For it's really good for women, that it can really help you relax and really reach good orgasm. It's really good for anal. But I've also heard on the flip side, for men, it can, it can, um, Make it hard for you to orgasm. Okay, but it is but so easy for, for dudes to orgasm most of the time. Yeah. And so hard for women. women yeah. Um, as, as just like a very blanket statement. Um, I would recommend THC lube to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> or even if you do THC lube, do anal for the woman and then wipe it off and the guy comes. Yeah. Easy. Um, yeah, give it a try. Write us in. Let us know how painful it was for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next question. Am I weird having rape fantasies, and how can I roleplay that with my boyfriend? So clearly, we don't think you're weird. Yeah. <laughs> we all know about the rape fantasy. Um, how do you roleplay that with him? Yeah, you. I mean, I think that you guys need to have a discussion beforehand about um, how you want it to look, how you want the scene to look definitely have a safe word yes. or an exit uh exit sign or symbol especially if you're uh pinned down always have non-verbal a non-verbal safe word as well yes um and then yeah just have a, a, a talk about how you want the scene to look what you think would be uh good for them good for you uh talk about hard limits yeah i don't know have fun with it yeah, I know. I agree. Having a safe word is crucial. Mm-hmm. When I role play rape, um, we kind of like have a um, a scene in mind. Yeah. Do, do you discuss? Do you discuss? Yeah. It, like, so like, this hand? is what you're gonna be. You're gonna be my brother-in-law. Yeah. Or you're gonna be my stepdad. Or you're gonna be whatever. You're gonna be my boss. And I asked for a raise, and now you're like for like you know we yeah. do the whole thing, and like this are our safe words tonight. And I'd encourage you to say for that is not something you would say in that role play. So saying a safe word, like, stop. <laughs> yeah. It's not a like, successful state, safe word. Like, we have one, like, ours is, like, for John, it's, like, pineapple. Like, it's never going to be in a scene, right? Um, so <laughs> this is saying for, like, rape and dumb, uh, like, play, that it's a uh, no... No means yes. Yes means harder. And pineapple means stop. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Literally my life. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Definitely use your safe word. Have like the scene already planned out, and then just commit to it. That's the biggest thing. Like, don't be worried that if you commit to too much, it's embarrassing. It's more embarrassing if you're kind of like pussyfooting around it and you're like half-assing it. Then it's like yeah. awkward. If you're like, ah, oh, like I'm gonna force you, <laughs> I'm gonna force you, okay? And you're like joking and laughing. No, be like, bitch, I'm gonna fucking force you, and yeah. like own it. And then it's fucking sexy. And then you guys can get lost in the role play. Um, but like, at least give it a valiant effort. Yeah. Because um, once you start laughing and you get like, con- then you get self conscious, right? And if you don't know how to bring it up to him, maybe watch uh, Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun little scene. Oh, oh Jasmine. <laughs> um, yeah. And again, just like anything, like the one we spoke about before, how to bring it up, just bring it up. Say, hey, babe, I, what do you think about this? Is this something you'd ever want to try? Yeah. 
you know. Um, and then if they say yes or no, explore their answer and, and see what it means for you guys. Um, maybe not. I mean, maybe not. You can do what you want. But I, if, I, if it was a new partner or you hadn't been interested in any sort of, like, kinky stuff yet, maybe start with something a little less... A little more of like a, a stepping stone. So, mm-hmm. you know, try bondage, try uh, rope where, you know, you have, uh, you're sort of tied or uh, restricted from moving, but it's not, uh, it's not at the same aggression level or like a commitment role level, I think. If, if it's like not something that you guys are already doing or uh, it's something that is new to you guys. Yeah. Um, last question, and it's kind of on the same line of thought. How do you start? How can I start exploring role play with my boyfriend? So it's the same to me as doing a rape fantasy that is role play. So again, I'd still have a safe word regardless of what the role play is. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't need to be an intense BDSM situation to use a safe word. You can use a safe word in any time you're having sex, right? Because you never know what might trigger you or what might you just might not like. Um, and yeah, I would. There's role plays a very vast, yeah, a vast um, area to explore. The different types of role plays, and they can look very different. So I would maybe approach that subject of role play, and then say what type of role play I'm interested in. Yeah, definitely, and you know, get your partner's idea of what sort of role play they might be interested in. And mm-hmm. if they're not super comfortable uh, with it to start with, then start with something that you think that they would. Uh, like with this, maybe start with a, a role play of their choice mm-hmm. um, to maybe make them a little bit more comfortable in it, and then mm-hmm. you know move to something that that you wanted, or you know swap or uh, watch porn together. I was just gonna say yeah. watch porn, see what's kind of getting you guys going. Exactly. I um I took the boy that I'm I've started seeing to Hump uh, on Friday, which is a really beautifully shot, um, uh, basically porn. Fist. It was uh, held at the Rio. Oh my god! I totally would have gone. I didn't even know it was here. Yeah, sorry. Fun. Thanks. <laughs> I was replaced. I was, I was invited by a friend and then asked him if he wanted to go. Uh, but yeah, you you just like basically sit in the cinema with like. I mean, if you guys are from Vancouver, you know what the Rio is. It's like a cinema, and mm-hmm. it's just kind of two to five minutes of. Amateur, I say amateur, but it's beautifully shot. Yeah, like um, Erica Lust style. Exactly. Nice. Yeah. Um, little porn. Bits and there's yeah, yeah there's like a bunch of different ones and um they have uh certain things like i think this year it was confetti jello shots and something else that you put in your scene um so that they you know it was made for that festival oh fine um and then we, we got to vote on like which one we liked for overall or like the best sex or the kinkiest or cool. That's yeah and there were some really great ones um but yes i took this boy to it and he really enjoyed it, actually. I was uh, really... Pleasantly surprised. Pl- I was pleasantly surprised because you take a, a, a dude square. to a squiddy. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Um, you just don't know how people are going to react, mm-hmm. right? Especially if you're in a cinema and there's uh, scenes that maybe not everyone is comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he took an astride. He loved it. He was uh, super impressed with how well it was shot. Um, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it was good. It was fun. Yeah, no, I, I echo what you just said. Um, looking at porn together, exploring, um, even like just like erotica in general, like sexy scenes on TV. Like for me, that turns me on them porn more than porn does. Certain scenes in a TV show, I'm like, ooh, okay. <laughs> Pause it, and then you're just like, 100%. Look at your partner. Yeah, I, or even like um, written erotica. 
um, scenes in books and stuff. Um, I remember one of the first ones I read that I was like, ooh, was um, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yes. There's a scene in it where the brother or the sister and her boyfriend are fucking on the couch and the sibling is watching through the um, closet. And that, like, really turned me on, the idea of voyeurism. Like, yeah. I will watch you. And then, yeah, and I role play that all the time. Like, that's something I'm into is fucking in front of people. Yeah. Um, and I do equate it to, like, maybe that original scene. Because I used to masturbate to that scene when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, I'd read it and masturbate because I was clearly a fucking nerd. A sex fiend nerd. Yeah. So I'd, I'd masturbate to books. Um, but, yeah. I've actually started listening to my porn. Mm, so, yes, uh, our friend of ours. Yes. So that she does that too. Exactly. So I got it from her actually. <laughs> and if you guys want to, if you're into, uh, it's very Dom and a very uh, daddy baby girl. Oh, I do. But like if fashion. you're, if you're into that, it's called uh, Feel Good Filth. Oh, is that the one I follow on Instagram? I Maybe. Think so. It's a gentleman. Maybe. Yes. 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 And his voice is so. I could only dream to sound like that on a podcast, you know? Yeah. But um, he. I listen. I I just like put my headphones in and then I put my sleeping mask on because. And then I just listen to it, and his voice is so sexy, and he, he talks you through exactly kind of what the scene is, and it's just him narrating everything that's going on, but he's also talking to you and uh, sort of replying to you as if you had responded to something he'd said. Oh, cool. And um, he, he does this grunt in it, which is like, or this growl, which is like really fucking sexy. Anyway, look it up. I'm super into it. That's hey, how you I need been, a moment. That's how I've been getting my <laughs> Where's that counter of yours? That's loud. <laughs> this is why I don't share things with you. <laughs> um, no, that's pretty much all the questions we have for today. The biggest thing I think takeaway is just communicating with fetishes. Yeah. Um, communicating what you're comfortable with, what you want to explore, what you're not comfortable with, and how you want it to look, and safe words. Yeah. Um, and again, like I think the biggest takeaway too is like don't yum someone's yuck. Oh, way. Don't yuck someone's <laughs> yum. <laughs> Whatever I said, someone's like yuck, and you're like yum, <laughs> gross. Give it to me. Yeah. Um, you know, either or. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. Do not yuck someone's yum. <laughs> there we go. All right. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Well, that's pretty much it for today. I think we've kept you long enough. But um, yeah, as always, you can find me at five zero plus a tip on Instagram or five zero plus a tip at gmail.com and I'm on. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Google Podcast, and I think something else, but I'm too yeah, tired. You are. <laughs> I'm yeah, on other you things. Are. I'm also on City TV and CTV yeah. now, or whatever. And, uh, and Starbucks, come say hi if you're there. And I'm always at Starbucks, so you can come say hi to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I won't bite. Uh, yeah, I I will get my Instagram up and running at some point. Yeah, at some point you will see what this bitch looks like. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Okay, well that's pretty much it. So have a fabulous weekend and happy hoeing. Bye. Boing.